Wake up, cousin. We're going to the zoo. Oh, uh, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the post show, episode 40, I think. Um, we're all over the place today and in life. Um, we start off with the Oscars. We do not get into the whole Will Smith thing. I am exhausted by it. You must be as well. So we just talk quickly uh, about the Oscars, the winners, the losers, the sorry state that is the Oscars, um, before moving on to Agritsuko and my hot takes there. Moshiko Tensei, now that Grant's up to episode 9, and then, of course, the hotly anticipated review of 86, now that we are completely caught up, or I am caught up, and we've both seen the finale, so we dissect that quite a little bit before Grant brings me up to speed on how he's feeling on Atlanta season 3, now that that is uh, out and about. Then Grant catches us up on the Anime Japan event that happened, which mentions a lot of trailers and announcements for shows um and speaking of which if there's anything you want us to cover let us know um we're really excited for the spring anime season but we're looking for recommendations we're going to try lots of fun stuff so if you have something that you would like to make on the post show let us know we'll probably check it out and then uh, some quick crunchy roll news to cap things off a reminder next week series finale well maybe of attack on titan we will be there with a regular podcast and we will also be reacting to any news of you know a sequel or a movie or you get the gist okay enjoy talk to you later Hey there, Grant. Hey, Dave. How you doing there, fella? Not too bad. Not too bad. Having a good day so far? I am. Very good day, actually. We're here a little earlier than normal, Mm. in more ways than one, because there's no Attack on Titan this week. Mm. Sad. So we'll probably put this episode up a little bit early for our viewers, who are, I know, waiting for it on bated breath. The Devouts. The The Devouts devouts are are waiting. Yeah. Mm I think they expected this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this Sunday we will get the finale of this part or whatever you want to call it to Attack on Titan and hopefully some news. Um, So this time next week you should be hearing us talk about not only the finale but hopefully reacting to whatever announcement may or may not accompany it as far as Attack on Titan and its plans go. Um, but I think we've talked about that, like, ad nauseum. Yeah, no, I'm done. Until we hear concrete news, I don't want to talk about that at all. I'm so over it. <laughs> so, our plans are pretty clear. We're going to cover it, whatever they do. Yeah. Um, let's take a hard left turn, and mm. let's talk about the Oscars. Yeah, baby. Because I think, you know, we've got lots of fun anime stuff to talk about. I'm very excited to get into 86. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to... Also, s- a lot of cool anime news. I'd like, I would like. I have a bit yeah. of a down this week, so I think uh, we got a fun episode. Cool. Okay, so... The Oscars. Um, obviously, the biggest story by far is this altercation between Chris Rock and Will Smith. Yeah. I don't think this is the podcast where we're going to give you the hottest possible takes. Yeah. Um, and it's also not like, I just don't think it's our keen area of interest. Is that yeah, fair to say? I have, I'm, you know, both you and I are huge fans of movies and, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, various genres and this and that. And this is just completely uninteresting to me. This is Hollywood people being Hollywood people. As yeah. far as I see it. Like, I, I know it's a little more concrete or a little more dense than that. Yeah. But still, I, I have no interest in getting into that. On the topic, I'll say one thing or two things, maybe it, and I'm, you know, I don't really, as far as their thing goes, I'm exhausted by it. I don't care. And I think that, you know, if you're listening to this, there's a chance that you've read as many hot takes on this whole thing, or you've heard mm. them already. So I don't think we're going to break any new ground there. Sure. Um, I will say that two things. It's impressive how that spread like wildfire, mm. like every, and, and the second part is it's amazing how like once a year. Like, the Oscars are having a really tough go um, as far as ratings go. But, like, yeah. they get a moment reliably every year that, like, unites global entertainment news, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, it's unbelievable, to, like, that how fast this thing traveled. You you wouldn't have known 
getting the attention for the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't have known that uh, that this was their worst year or second worst year ever as far as ratings go. Oh, I, I hadn't I actually hadn't seen if the numbers came out yet. Is they did that, a few oh, hours really? ago. They tied oh, cool. or closely t- enough tied with how badly they did last year. Yeah, I remember last year was more numbers. than a fifty percent drop off <laughs> than From the year the before. Previous, yeah. So I yeah. remember this year the numbers that stick out in my head. It's either eleven million or sixteen million views. Ten point four. Okay, so okay, so it was it was close to ten point four this year. Ten point four last year. Twenty twenty. Twenty three point six. Now, obviously, like it goes up and down, or it doesn't go up and down, rather. It's been a slow decline, and they've kind of fallen off a cliff since COVID. Fair Mm -hmm. enough. But if you go back a decade, which is a lot, or no, two decades, 2002, 41.8 million. Wow. So it's like they've just had a few million people falling off every year. Um, The really big drop in like 2018-19 from like 29 to 23 million, and then COVID down to 10 I don't know. I just think it's like an interesting thing as far as, you know, just entertainment and how things are shifting a little bit. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I wish I had more of an insight as to why. Like, I feel like there's a few things, ah. like, obvious things that stick out as to why, like, you know, whether it's streaming or, you know, the big totally. thing too is like people just haven't been in theaters, you know, at least not in our neck of the woods. Yeah, I know, mean, up until like the past a couple months consistently, could you go into a theater? You know, no. and see something. So I, I think there's a lot of things. Like, there's no way you can relieve them of COVID. That is something that was outside of their control, and it did mm. kick entertainment in the teeth, especially movies and obviously Oscars. The Oscars mm-hmm. center around that. So that's fair. Um, I also think the demo is aging. I think cable is taking a shit kicking when that's not. I mean, that's just true. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still not broadcasting it for free online when they could be. You know, that is the thing that blows my mind. It should it, be. It yeah, should be that they are a lot to blame and i also you know i I don't want to like be in my own echo chamber too much but i also just think like the takes that i see from it it, it's hard to argue that it hasn't become more political in the last decade than even it was before then Mm -hmm. you've always heard people bitch about oh it's so political yada yada but it just feels like it's a little bit more disconnected from reality than it's ever been um i don't know i'm not i'm not nuts on it but it's fun to say like it's kind of a shame though because i always loved like the monologues uh the comedy i watch it every year sk- yeah the skits you know, the sketches always have, yeah. and uh it's always if nothing else kind of a fun way to be like okay what like is like considered the pinnacle of storytelling whether or not you agree with it but mm. what's like the consensus in a way among all these highbrow people and this is the first oscar year Oh no, this technically isn't true except for one movie. I was going to say the first year I've never seen a single movie in the Best Picture lineup, but I saw fucking Dune. Oh, oh um, there you go, yeah. So yeah. yeah I but, saw a handful. I saw a handful. Yeah, any. so that's what I kind of want to talk about. Um, because I'm so unplugged from the actual performances and nominations, um, I wanted to ask you, were there any movies or performances that like really blew you away this year? Yeah, for sure. Um, so out of the like the you know the ones nominated for best picture, um, I saw The Power of the Dog, which I really really liked. I, I, I talked about it briefly with uh, Bronson on the post show a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, this one with Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons. I really really liked that. Uh, kind of like the oh, I f- totally forgot you guys talked about that. That's true. Like yeah. the anti western or anti anti. What it was when I was listening to the Big Picture today or an older episode of the Big Picture, and they're talking about how it's like. Some people are calling it the anti-anti-Western, which, but anyways, I I really dug that super slow burn. That was kind of the one that was kind of pegged from the beginning to be the best picture winner. Obviously, that wasn't the case, Coda Mm -hmm. one, but, um, which I I did not see. Um, I kind of, that kind of caught me by surprise, honestly, but. um, Apple TV movie too. Yeah. Well, actually, we'll get into that after as well, because I think that's super interesting as well. But um, I saw Dune, obviously. I really, really like Dune. Loved Dune. blew Leanna and my socks off in the, in the theater like you know the IMAX experience was just a truly special moment for us I think let me interject on Dune what an injustice are you aware that um you know like they added a couple of, of semi Oscars like fan favorite moments and shit like that <laughs> yeah um but they dropped a number of the technical Oscars from eight, the live broadcast eight of the technical uh, yeah and I think uh was it sound design or score score Hans Insane. Zimmer it was nominated for what the eighth or the eleventh time, but it was only his second Oscar win 
ever uh and it was for dune and not he's not uh broadcasted just felt like a total i know that's maybe like I don't know if you would consider that kind of a geeky one, but it's Hans fucking Zimmer, guys. But it's it's but Dune. It's, no, it's the craft, you know. Like it's it, there's it, it, the thing that blows my mind is like yes, the actors are like the front of it, but like they don't got shit if the movie can't come together. And going against like yeah. all like the the trades, anything associated with that, and just you know sidelining it. And the excuses are like we're you know we're trying to save time. I think it still went like almost forty eight minutes over. Yeah, you know, like with again, obviously they had like a bit of a slight interruption, all this and that, and like also the fucking ad breaks, man. Like no exaggeration, there was some intervals where it was five minute long commercials. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it's another like, thing of being on cable. I don't know if they're really relying on those dollars, but man, like it, it just feels old. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like oh yeah, if you look at look at the lineup, dude. Um, and think about how many of these movies are from like traditional studios. And if you think about, you know, the Emmys and, and the fact that the winner was from a streaming service and Don't Look Up was also from a streaming service mm. and all this shit. It's like, I just, it's weird that like, it just feels antiquated. The presentation, mm-hmm. the delivery mechanism, it, it's, uh, it just feels like a bunch of old people being like, how do we, do we mail the awards out? You know what yeah, I mean? I, it's very weird. It's yeah. The, the whole thing. And unfortunately again just from the way i see it i don't think this is going to change i think it's just hollywood people kind of putting on a show for themselves you know it's i think it's always been that but now if it kind of feels like that more than ever but um yeah yeah, i i don't know but yeah so dune i really dug um i did not like don't look up um that was was on the list i I was surprised that it got a best picture nom because i think we all were (laughs) okay so so you're the one who saw it though because yeah you know, it had a you know decent, dire- good director, Adam McKay, decent mm-hmm. cast, obviously Leo. But I, when it came out, I heard very mixed reviews. So it was it was one of those things where like you know like it was a funny movie, like there was good jokes. But from what I had read, like the earlier reviews, like people were like you know howling about how funny it was. Like it wasn't that funny, honestly. Timothy Chalamet, like the few moments that he was in the movie, like his just burnout kind of hippie stoner like laugh out lines were Fucking like kids and best. everything eh? the best oh yeah he's everywhere <laughs> like him. Him, him and uh freaking zendaya like everywhere you look the two of them are in something it's but. it's so funny like it's so kind of hilarious netflix that like you know they've been going after leo for a movie forever yeah and you know it, he finally does it and it's like a semi-passion project because it's about the environment and of course it fucking stinks right like they finally get the guy yeah. and it just does not deliver i don't know like the thing is like it's it's not that it not stinks but you know what i mean it was just it was so up its own ass you know like sounds about right it tried to be the big short again but it was not even close to being like hitting the same subject matter and it was it was shot i found it like it looked weird Mm -hmm. it just kind of has that like netflix original movie sheen to it Mm -hmm. you know that you you know and even like amazon shows they have that same kind of sheen too and anyways did not dig don't look up but um uh this weekend (laughs) god bless liana Sunday morning, we woke up, and the first thing I fired up was the three-hour-long Drive My Car, which oh, is based dude. on a short story of that author you like. My which boy! I did, I did not know dude. until after the movie ended. It showed it in the credits. I was yeah. like, oh, that's Dave's guy. It is. <laughs> it's my boy. Yeah, and um, it's a short story that he wrote, and it won for Best International Film. Yes. Fucking awesome, dude. I Dave, haven't seen it. I haven't even watch. read the short story, um, but I'm an absolute, absolute must-watch, yeah. I'm reading another one of his books right now. Like he's he's really become my my favorite author ever since I was introduced to him. And I'm just it's helping me branch out and read more stuff like that from from other authors. But uh, like you know, you never really know how things are going to translate. We talk about adaptations. We talk about original screenplays, adapted screenplays, uh, all the time, and how it's going to translate from the page to the uh, to the movie. To be fair, I have no idea, or page to the screen rather, I have no idea how many of the stories, if any, have been adapted to cinema mm. in any way. But I'm this was curious. the this is the yeah. only one I've ever heard of. And fucking Oscar Oscar contender and for international film they won. I saw it's three hours. Um, yeah, I'm I'm of, so glad to hear you re- you saw it. Of the best picture of those ten, it's by far my favorite. No way, uh, Dave. I genuinely That's fucking awesome. I genuinely love this movie. It's wow. uh, that it's, brings me so much joy. You know for. Like, the average person, I think it's a bit of a, you know, like, 
Leanne and I watch a lot of international stuff. Yeah. And, you know, like, obviously, like, you and I, like, you know, we all watch anime. Like, we're used to, like, you know, different types of storytelling and, you know, views on things. But this movie, man, it, it is a fucking ride. And huh. it is so beautiful. The the mute, the score, like, just blew me away. Um, and, like, it was one of those things where, you know, I'm 40 minutes into the movie and I'm like, what the fuck is this movie really about? Like, where are we going? It sounds like his books, yeah. And then, like, like you know... It almost feels like every five minutes, like, you get, like, a little, little... Like, I know that sounds obvious, but, like, the picture just kind of gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then right at the end, you're like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, it's it's really, really good. But, that's um, awesome. I, of, of anything, um, of, you know, of that 10, that's that would be the one. And then also, right after that, again, God bless her, we fired up uh, Licorice Pizza, the uh, the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Oh, and? It was okay. I liked it. it I liked it, but it didn't... Uh, did blow me away. Well, it's... Did the wife, like, drive my car? Yes. Yeah, she did. Yeah, for, for sure. She's a big weeb, too, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, Licorice Pizza was good. Like, it, you know, it, it was pretty, and, you know, the dialogue is great, like, in all his movies, but it just, it kind of felt like it was going nowhere. It just, I find um, some of his movies are, aren't super focused, you know, like, it's kind of just felt like it was jumping from one scenario to the next. Like, there mm-hmm. wasn't, like, a grand story kind of taking place. And it kind of felt a little loose. But, like, it was good. But it just, you know, it's not the master. It's not... Uh, I, I loved Phantom Thread. I think his, his last movie. Daniel Day-Lewis, right? Yes. That's probably my... Eh, between the master and Phantom Thread. I, I actually think Phantom Thread might be my favorite of his mm. movies. But, uh, but Yeah. So Interesting. It, was, it was a long, and then we watched the fucking Oscars for three and a half hours, four wow. hours. So, yeah. <laughs> Melted into the couch. Uh, yeah, big time. Nothing got done. Well, wait, wasn't it uh, like a Sunday anyway, right? It's a good day. Well, for yeah, it. that was the plan, you know, it was like, you know, we've been really busy and whatnot. Yeah, so get a couple movies in and. Well, you know, I made the playlist and I said, all right, Leanna, you know, we've Buckle seen, up. we've seen two of them. So you got eight to choose from. <laughs> like we're watching two of them today. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, Good on you. Yeah. Well, these are the only two that. Drive My Car for sure was happening because she was interested in it, and Licorice Pizza was the only one out of the list that kind of stuck out to her. Honestly, we should have just watched Dune again, but... Uh. Yeah, God, I'm, I'm excited to see Dune as well. Yeah. Um, I would like, just while we're on Oscars, I would like to give you like a fun stat, and I, it's probably incomplete... Um, did you see that, this is just my own observation, I'm sure there's more data on it, but did you see that Billie Eilish won, um, for the new Bond movie? I watched the whole broadcast, yeah, I was there for the whole thing. Good lord. (laughs) Billie Eilish and her brother, Phineas, won for No Time to Die. You know what it made me think? And I, I would love to find out about the other two movies, but here's what I do know off the top of my head. The last three Daniel Craig James Bond movies have swept the Oscars for best original song. Like they I, what I when I say swept, I mean all the artists have won every year that there's a Bond movie out. Um for the last so three what, in a row. Sam Smith was the last one. Sam Smith writing on the wall, Adele Skyfall. Adele Skyfall. And Billy Eilish. Before that was time to die. Chris <laughs> Cornell was the previous one? I think he was the one before that. Or he was the first one. He was the or first did... one and I don't think that won. Alicia Keys. Did Alicia Keys do one too? What was the second one? You might be right. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, I like yeah, them all. They're all good. Yeah, I've they're all liked the, the modern, like Daniel Craig songs. I've liked them all. I. It's funny. This was my least favorite. It's it's really hard to top Skyfall for me. I actually had not heard this one until they played it live, and I was like, oh, that's a really good song. Like, oh, I you liked it? I enjoyed it. Yeah, like it was it, a good live performance. I think. Oh, I didn't know they did a live performance. Yeah, yeah. And this, the two of them performed dude, it with this the, is, the big band. This is also the thing, too, right? Like, other than viral moments and shit like that, it's like, oh, did you see so-and-so's monologue or so-and-so's bit or so-and-so's performance? Like, mm. they scrub it from the internet. They copyright anything that gets put up on streaming services half the time. It's like, really? Uh, You're that person? I don't know. It's I, I mean, you know, to an extent, it's impossible to scrub anything from the internet. But like sure. it's it is difficult sometimes to get official performances that are HD live from the source and not like mm. some shitty bootleg thing. Um, okay, I think that's good. Like, is there anything you want to talk about as far as best director, actor, uh, other movies? No. While we're no. on the Oscars, not really. Um, like I said, it was weird. Like I haven't seen Coda. Like I from what I've read and what I've heard, other people talk about. It. Like it's a it's a good movie. 
Um, the trailer, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, all right, this is Oscar. It seemed a little, yeah, it seemed a little Oscar baity and just a little yeah. sad. For, not like the subject matter is sad, but like just, uh, or, you know, like, you know, like a feel good, like a sad story, but like yeah. a feel good ending kind of thing. That's not really my vibe, but uh, just yeah. Yeah, screamed Oscar bait. Honestly, people should just watch Drive My Car instead. Yeah, and I'm sure it's great. Um, I don't know which one of these I'm going to get around to seeing. I'm obviously probably going to like fast track Drive My Car and try and see that in the short term. I think you might like Power of the Dog as well. Yeah, um, she uh, won Best Director, I believe, as well, right? Was that yeah. uh, Jane, Jane Campion. Campion? Yeah, for Power of the Dog. Um, I'm looking at, yeah, There's. I don't think there's a ton other here. The guy from uh, Coda won Best Supporting. Yes. I didn't see also, any. Also, Leanna yeah. was showing me that he was in... He played one of the Tusken Raiders in the first season of Mandalorian. What? And he helped them make, like, the Tusken hand sign language. He oh helped them design God. it. Yeah. like Because I saw I his... like I've heard nothing what? about this guy. Now, all of a sudden, there's just all this stuff about him. I mean, it's just... Yeah. When you, you arrive, know, guess, you arrive. Sometimes. Well, it's the thing. Like, he's probably been an actor for 20-plus years, I imagine. And then you get one big win and... All of a sudden, yeah. everyone wants to know everything about you, right? So it's crazy that Will Smith and Jessica Chastain, after I mean him more than her, but they they both delivered a lot of good performances over the years, and they're just winning now. And I have zero idea about what their movies were. Yeah, the well, the one Leanna Leanna told me I the like the movie that she was in the the eyes of T- Tammy Faye, I think it's called. I hadn't heard of it. Yeah, and. She kind of gave me the, like, what... It's based on a real person, I believe. Okay. So she kind of hit me with that. I was like, oh, cool, I guess. And then I now notice it's on Disney+. Plus. They're really trying to push that. And uh, then I think Will Smith was, like, the the Serena and Venus Williams, mm. like, their dad or whatever. Played the... Interesting. King Richard, I think the movie's called. Um, speaking of things I think that are on Disney+, Plus, I don't know if this, it's on Disney+, Plus or on Hulu, which we don't get, so I'm going to have to figure out a way to watch it. We are exiting Oscar territory, officially. <laughs> um, is, did, did you see any of the press for um, this movie that has sort of sneakily showed up and is getting very good reviews called Fresh? Yes. The with one Sebastian with the... Stan, our boy. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. boy. There was early talks out of one of the festivals. I remember reading about that. About yeah. That one. Um, I saw a little trailer. It sounds like a little horror thriller flick where I think maybe what I'm gleaning is like he's like a charming guy that just sort of charming, quirky, weird guy that shows up and is probably terrifying, I'm guessing. I don't know. That's I believe it's like the dangers of dating like through social strangers. media. Oh, okay. You know, or like the... But I, I, I've heard it's really good. I've been wanting to watch it. So yeah, I'm gonna try and figure out a way to rent it or or whatever. What's well, on um, Disney Plus? Oh yeah, okay, there you go. That's the thing. All the Hulu stuff in the states is on Star in Canada, uh, which is like okay. a subcategory of Disney Plus. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So maybe I'll get back with you know it's ambitious, but I'll try and see if I can get back with reviews of Fresh and Drive My Car mm. for next week. God, you'll love it. As a fan of the authors like again i've never read a single thing by that author but watching this movie i was like man dave's reading some cool books i gotta get on it I, yeah I, i'm in a bit of a reading kick now oh yeah actually. i've got plenty i could recommend and i'm i think after i'm reading like a like a fantasy book right now which you know it's yeah that's usually that's my lane usually yeah. but uh, i'm really really digging it and uh it's just now i think i think i'm gonna start maybe the formula of do like some you know, the fanny stuff I usually read and kind of hop to some more like, <clears throat> you know, standard fare. You know, like yeah, I know it's it, it reading you know, switch is, it up a little bit. Yeah, it's good to push yourself outside of your comfort zone, um, and you know, not go back to the same stories and the same genre that you kind of mm. gravitate to because you want to like expand. But at the same time, I really don't want reading to feel like work, right? Mm. So it's like I want to challenge myself, but it I don't know, uh, but. But yeah, it's... I'm a lunchtime reader though. That's that's why um... it, it works for me perfectly. I get like an hour in every day, Ooh, you know, nice. and I just ch- I just chug along, you know, eat my lunch, read, and then you know, usually I'm done a book by uh, yeah, you, know, you rip through like them, probably a couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's great. Nice. Okay. Um. All right. Anime time. Anime time. Should we start with the heavy segment? That do you, so, yeah. Maybe we'll. Or do you want to do something light and quick? Let's do light and quick. I'll start. I watched an episode of Agritsuko. Okay. I have a one-sentence review. I did say it would be quick. Yeah. And Agritsuko, 
this feels like I'm on a drug. I'm just not sure which one. <laughs> so so good. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Quick and um, sweet. In and out. Yes. Not my vibe, but I absolutely get it. Yes. Um, but I think you also knew, like, not my vibe. And yeah. I think I also see, and I think Vivian said she liked it too. I also see what you guys are on about. Like, I totally completely get it. Um, I'm, I may flick it on occasionally. Mm. Um, I don't would it the be? Thing, the I thing know. I noticed, because when we watched it, we only watched the first episode, and then we kind of let it sit for like a day or two before mm-hmm. we went back again. And the first episode, you know, in, in typical pilot fashion, sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. But Yeah, pilots are so hard. The following episodes clearly sets up a narrative, oh, like okay. a story, like the storyline for the season. What we're going to be doing, yeah. And, like, it, they stick with it, like, for the, the whole 10 episodes. And, you know, there's it kind of sets it up in episode 2 and everything kind of wraps up in episode 10. You know, like, you know, typical fare. But, like, the pilot for sure is kind of very secular, like, singular and secular away from the rest of the story. It's just an absolute intro, you know, what you're going to, you know, get or, like, what you're going to expect without, like, the real, like, you know, the, the heart of it's not mm. there. Um, so, like, again, not trying to win you over and get you to keep watching, but I definitely think... If you do continue to watch it, you will see that an actual story appear, and it kind of becomes more fulfilling as you watch. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's similar to what we were actually just talking about with reading. It's like I don't want to be, I never want to be basic. I guess is my is my sure worry, and I don't want to gravitate to the same types of anime and the same types of stories. And I don't think I do, but I think I definitely have a type, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't want to be too closed off and be like, nah, that's not my thing. You know what I mean? Well, so this was very different, and I was like, you know what? Like, I should probably give this a chance, because it's so different. Like, I just never would have found it outside, like, myself, you know what I mean? Well, that's that's kind of like where, you know, last year, kind of where I just kind of took that, you know, when we had talked about, um, or it would have been the fall season, the summer season, last year where I just started watching a bunch of shows, Leanne and I, and it was just, I literally took the 10 that were, you know, at the top of Mal or the, my anime list of most excited. And mm. I was like, okay, here's four of these. They stuck out to me. Let's just watch the pilots. And Good two move. of them ended up sticking. And, you know, we gave up, on, or not even, we just, we for sure knew that like, cause that's the nice thing about a pilot of the first season. Like, and I, I the exact same way, you know, you get a taste of what the show can be and most likely will be but you're not fully invested yet like they kind of keep the main narrative out for the most part like you know if it's like a big battle shonen or or, you know or saying or something like that they want like the story up front to kind of hold people in for the big narrative but Mm -hmm. these little fun shows these rom-coms and that's the thing too like leanne and i like that's our shit now like we're looking for the next rom-com you know because we love it like yeah we love the comedy you know it's the silliness yeah your tastes have really evolved over the last like 18 months or whatever it's been all it took was just trying and realizing, oh shit, there's other story. What you know, Mushoku Tensei, like that wasn't really kind of True. in the wheelhouse, and you know became. Oh, I loved it. Know, yeah. yeah, in spite Which, of it trying to ruin itself, I, I loved it. I just watched pretty a very difficult episode to watch. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> uh, I mean, we can talk about it right now if you want. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. so how far are you? I finished episode nine. Um, so the I think it's a big episode. I think they kind of tee up the villains finally. Like this, the story is kicking off. Like you had hinted. Yeah, um, I can't remember. There's paint, like a paint, big paint storm a bit for me. So it's like, it's, it's his, the episode is his tenth birthday, and there's like this glowing orb in the sky, and they're kind of like, oh, I wonder what that is. Like as if it doesn't look fucking nefarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, but anyway, so then like there's like mana pooling up in the sky, and they kind of tee oh, up yes. this dude that kind of throws down with the dragon, and the dragon backs off, and there's some dude in like a rock spaceship. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's but uh, no, it's just like an. <laughs> one of the cringiest scenes of like have they gone have they at all investigated the mana stuff in the sky or is it just no, like no, teeing no, no, no. things up okay it was i think the episode ended with um uh rudius jumping in front of uh, what's the redheaded girl's name eris eris he like ju- jumps to block her and Ghislaine was throwing down with that thunder dude it was wearing like the Kub- oh Kabuto okay mask yeah so the next the yeah yeah you're getting a great like you're on you're in it now yeah it's yes uh, yeah oh yeah for sure shit's about to go real haywire yeah what were but, you gonna uh, say what was the cringy part uh it was like rudius goes back to his room and fucking aries like they're waiting for him and like he's just the scenes of him just like fucking creeping on her while she's asleep and like, oh, yeah. it's just 
I was just like, eh, I literally fast forwarded the whole scene. I was like, I, I know what's going to take place here. Like, I knew it was going to go to a point. She's going to wake up. She's going to th- make a scene and hit him. And he's going to apologize. Like, it's just, come on. Like, I, I get it. I understand. I just, I'm just going to start fast forwarding through this stuff. Honestly, it's, it's some of the for me. Like, it's weird because like Fire Force was like this, mm-hmm. but like at least the characters were like debatably of age. You know, it's hard. It's hard to tell in the yeah. lot of those. I think you know, but like this is like they're ten years old. You know, it's it's just fucking. Weird. I think weird they to tr- fuck out. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I don't need to remind you, but like that's like my biggest pet peeve in anime. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that I can't defend it. It no. is the single biggest thing against this show. A lot of people seem to think that it's the single and only reason that this Mokusho. Mushiko Tensei didn't win a ton of awards uh, because mm. of this stuff is so shitty and controversial. I'll say that, you know, and I told you this when I finished, like, my review of the whole thing. It was, like, they try to build this in mm. as, like, a character flaw, an opportunity for growth. And maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe they executed it well. Maybe they don't. Um, I also think they try and, like, hint that, like, the aging scheme is different. So it's not quite as bad. But the, the point is, is, like, they've touched plutonium now like the moment you like it's a contaminant right like the moment you go into this and you continue to double down you're going to continue to jar the shit out of your audience and take them out of the experience um i don't know it's it's uh as some would say problematic and i wouldn't disagree with that it's it's very very irritating it's it's weird because like you know i i understand why it's a big deal but like i am enjoying it i do i find the show does have heart you know i think that's the perfect word for it like you know, the, it does have heart. Yeah, it does. It, yeah. it has a lot of that, and also like the the way they do the op, I really really dig. Yeah, it's the same song, but it, like it shows like what everything is looking like. It, you know, follows the weather and it goes through town and, mm-hmm. and, and this and that. So you know, there's a lot going for the show. The, man. There is a lot going for it, and like you know, we the show is huge. Like you know, we're not really doing it any favors or disfavors. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not worried about kind of shitting on it a little bit, but it like it hasn't gripped me yet. Like mm-hmm. and. I think we're getting at that. Obviously, you have alluded to, and visually, I've just seen like what they're about to kind of send up to me. But um, so far at this point, nine episodes in, like I'm not like if I just stopped watching here, I'm not sure I might loss. be missing out. But I don't think it would be a huge loss. Genuinely, like who knows? Like you know, I'll be at episode twenty, and be like, wow, I'm you know, am I ever glad? The way I look at it is like I sat through all of Tokyo Revengers, like you know, and all of my hero that you know season. Oh five, man, like, ain't that the truth? You know, I can I can rough this out, and because you know everyone everyone I've talked to, you know, and everyone I've talked to is also like, there's some shit you're not gonna like, you know, that no one likes, and like I just feel like I'm just a part of that club now. All the people that are like, all right, we're gonna put up with this to get through that or to get to that, you know. It's yeah, I think that's fair. I think the interest, like, it'll be interesting to see if like the next you know two or three kind of grip you and make you want to watch more and mm-hmm. all that stuff um i i genuinely like looking back i enjoyed the show there's like a big red mark on it um but i did enjoy the show i mean you look at um like that season of my hero academia you know i'm really glad that we did it because of the podcast and all that yeah but like yeah, yeah the rest of it is like eh, you know what i mean like i really could have maybe left that one mm. um I liked this more than that, if that makes sense, despite there being a pretty big flaw. Yeah. Um, you got anything else quick you want to talk about? No, no. Well, uh, I, I feel like there's a bigger conversation to be had. Shelvidavian. Uh, let's do it. Um, okay, 86. So last week we talked about a really big episode that they did, episode 21 of the show before they had like that big that hiatus that three-month break or mm-hmm. whatever it was and then the, there were two more episodes episodes 22 and 23 um as a finale and i did watch those yeah how are you feeling good um yeah. i you know i think you had said specifically like episode 22 yes specifically mm-hmm. was a really big one it was um like it, it's funny how you know, I'm still not super sold on Frederica as a character and everything no. she brought or didn't bring to the show. I understand that she is, like, literally a plot device Yes. that they needed. I think they could have done a hell of a lot better. I mean, you know, I also recognize that, like, if this is all source material. You, you yeah, know what I mean. It is what it is. Whoever yeah. did it could have done better than Frederica. Um, 
I think the first half in particular, the incredibly creative animation of Shin having like, I don't know if you would call it a fever dream sequence, Mm -hmm. um, is like beautiful. Like incredibly good, like his shadow self or his doubt as like sort of a personification, like on Mm -hmm. top of everything. I think Shin desperately needed this moment, like as a character, he needed it to move forward. But I think also in the anime and the show, the audience needed a glimpse into his mind. We need to see the depth. We What's knew it ticking? was there, but we yeah. had to see it, you know? Yeah, we needed proof, right? Like, we needed yeah. to show me the money moment. Like, what's... Something's bothering him. We know that there are pieces of it. Um, but I, we need we needed more, and this was more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. We got all the character animations. Nitpick is I was irritated that they dragged out him eventually not meeting... <laughs> uh lena <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anime is gonna anime anime is gonna anime but i will say grant this i don't know if you know this part director's name is uh forgive me if i don't nail this toshimasa ishi okay this is his directorial debut god bless bless Aaron for a good ride with this guy <laughs> yeah. yeah beautifully directed episode um yeah. storyboarding just the animation itself like the way like i mean I don't want to just repeat myself over and over again. But yeah, probably among their best episodes. Favorite, uh, fair to say? Of this season? Of just show, 86. Yes, I would think so. I, re- I really, really talked about it. So. There are just show like, there are moments in shows, in anime, whatever you want to call it sometimes, where you're just like, oh, this is going to go on my all-time list. Not just mm. for, like, the anime as a whole, but just, like, moments in anime, like, creative storytelling. Sure. And this is, like, one of them. I can think of one that's in, like, Code Geass. I can think of some big moments in Attack on Titan and Sunny Boy where I'm just like, holy shit. Like, this came out of somebody's brain, and this is art Mm. on screen, and it's fantastic. This is kind of... It was up there. Really, really, really good. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, it was... It felt straight out of Evangelion, you know? Like, the especially the latter half of that show, you know, like, probably, like, the last 12 episodes. They get weird, eh? Oh man, you think that was weird? That's nothing. <laughs> they get like they get weird for the last twelve. Yeah, like it starts dialing in. I think around episode fourteen, because like there was that one episode I remember we had talked about it. You know, a year back, uh, there's like the bottle episode where they're stuck in the facility and there's an angel uh, kind of like terrorizing them, like working mm-hmm. its way through the facility. It's like a, a th- you know horror episode. And then after that, like, some more truths kind of start getting revealed. And, like, the weirdness starts, like, slowly creeping in. And then the last four episodes, it's just like, let's go on a ride. <laughs> you know? Really, we'll see yeah. on the other side. Oh, yeah, it's great. Maybe it's, really I, it's funny. I was thinking, I was trying to figure out stuff to watch the other day. And I was like, is it is it time for Neon? I don't know. That's the thing. It's it's a fickle mistress, right? Like you have to be you have to be 100% dialed in and ready to go. It's like if you're going to do it, you got to do like one a day or a couple a day cuz I found my problem was I would put too much space in between episodes and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I got to rewatch that again." Like just cuz you know, the story is so out there. You go online, like it's it's just super open and there's so many takes on the story cuz they release movies and there's edits yeah. and like all this and that, but I find it's one of those shows that if you, you kind of need to take your time, if you blast through it, there's so much content in a single episode that it's, it's kind of hard just to all take it in. But then also you don't want to go too far in between episodes. It's it's kind of right. tricky. It's, it's it's a very, very tricky you show. you got to be in like the right down. state of mind for it, right? 100%. Like it's a very, very heavy story. One of the heaviest, honestly. Like Attack on Titan is... like I, I genuinely believe Neon Genesis is at least double the the weight of what? attack on titan oh yeah really man. oh yeah <laughs> like yeah it's that's a it's, bold statement cotton I, well it's one you know you, you don't have one without the other right so really yeah okay yeah fair enough it is it is og right it's old yeah. as fuck mm-hmm. um okay so that aside then there's the finale, uh, finale. which i loved yeah, I would say it was uh, it was the also excellent. Pulling the heartstrings at the end, they. I think this is what I wanted to tell which, you last which part? week. Was the, the like the fake out at the end, where like oh we're not going to meet them, and like the credits have kind of rolled, and then it kind of cuts back to episode again, and you know, they're Lena does end up meeting them, and they do oh, like the yes. 
because they kind of make it seem like it's gonna fade out and i'm like these motherfuckers are gonna make us wait till season two and then like kind of cuts back in you know and then they have the meeting and you know lena puts it together and all that and because they know who she is but she doesn't know who they are it's that was i find so weird that that she wouldn't pick up on their voices but whatever yeah um like what a great decision like and it wasn't perfect right like we talked about how the show is not perfect and like going to the federacy and all that was a fun detour but not without bumps in the road um but the decision that i applaud them for is keeping lena out of the out of the season or out of the second half of the season like Mm -hmm. 90 percent of the time we just get little glimpses here and there um like that was like just killing off or not killing off but cutting off one of your pov characters uh and like restricting the vision of the audience and then also like there just so happens to be like a romantic connection between the two protagonists is is a Mm -hmm. bonus but that was just a really good decision um you know it makes it better when she shows up it makes it better when they pull off all these really cool sequences like her walking across and the grass changing color and stuff like that um yeah man and like the episode before like in 20 or something like when they 3d animate all the flowers in the field like they they really went for some creative shit like we've talked about how they're innovative with um their story cards and halfway points and like all that like i don't know but but 86 86's story is far from perfect, but the stuff they're doing in animation and in pacing um, and, and and just all that, it feels new. You know what I mean? It feels like it's mm-hmm. all full of a lot of life. I think it's it's genuinely like the best usage of 3D and CG in a modern show, like in a modern anime. Like it's, you know, the, you know, we, we keep saying like the show is by far, it's, you know, it's not perfect. But I think going forward season two, they can only improve, you know, like I'm actually excited yeah. what the potential is for a follow-up season and to continue the story. And I think the separate, like you said, the separation of Lena and, you know, the, the crew, we had enough time away. I think it's going to mean more when you see them all together again, working as a team. I think it's going to be just that much better. Cause there was always like that wall right between them. Like she never really fully knew them. They never fully knew her. There was a lot of distrust there. Yeah. I think going forward, like, it's going to be, like, a really strong story. But I think it's going to leave room for, like, true sadness. Because I think without her there, their deaths wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. You know, like, if they had died in that final fight. So I now think going forward, the stakes have been risen. Because yep. if one of them goes, it's going to be a much bigger deal. Because she's no, the emotional I agree with one. that. She's the emotional you know, one. Not and... emotional, but, like, you know. No, but, yeah, she's not one of them. But she is one of them. But not really. Yeah. And, you know... I think romance is hard in any um, romance is hard to pull off genuinely in any form of storytelling. Um, I'm not super there for anime and all that all that waifu type shit. I'm not mm. a, a big fan, but like I think that they've done a good job. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think they've done a good job like building something between Shin and her, and I'm excited to see where that goes, and I'm excited to see what happens as far as like you know. Sorry, there's a ton of background. I think there's an explosion happening near me right now. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm just excited, like you said. I'm excited for season two and what this does for the uh, dynamic. Yeah, I, I'm. This is the one I'm because you know we've had a lot of anime news announcements over the weekend. This is the one I was looking for. I was like, come on, let's come on, 80, let's let's just get it, make it official. Let's go. We didn't get know. anything but, though, eh? I not that I saw. I don't. I don't think. I I would have seen it. It's. 86 is just one of those shows that anything like even remotely announced about it is just kind of blasted out on the internet. Our yeah. anime goes nuts for it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm happy I finished that. I'm glad that like you reminded me that you had like powered through because it's funny. I had not seen anything. Like I stopped at 15 mm. <laughs> and then at, and 16 was that big mech battle. <laughs> and then like it, the rest of the season is just like full blast dialed to 11 yes um so i'm glad that you that you reminded me to take a look yeah well it was it was one of those ones because i was i think you and i would have kept watching had they not made the announcement that it was being postponed to march yeah you know so i th- i was just like i'm just gonna watch it all at once and i think i think it kind of worked out better that way i think honestly. so yeah um do you have anything else uh yeah so n- not anything anime related but um That's so cool, have you ever watched the show atlanta oh yeah 
so the third season came back uh, last Thursday. Um, the first two we watched the first two episodes came out, and uh, goddamn, uh, Leanne and I are happy to have Atlanta back in our lives. Man, you know what? I I started and just sort of somehow fell off of season two. I like season one was fantastic, lightning in mm-hmm. a bottle. I'm, I won't say anything about the strength of the show. It's just like it sort of a sleeper. I don't know. I just forgot. I think anime something must, something else must have popped off. Sure. But now you've reminded me, I gotta go back for Atlanta, especially now that it's so, back on. So, so how was the, uh? It was good. It was great. Like the um, it's one of those things. Like I don't even want to touch what happens in the episode mm-hmm. because, just you know, whether it's him or if it's his writing staff, I'm not like I know he's heavily involved in all yeah. the writing and whatnot. But what a what a, an amazing mind he has, genuinely. Like yeah. the the absurdest comedy that takes place and and. In the show in general, but these last two episodes, like there was a moment, Lee and I were just like, oh, like, you know, we couldn't believe what we were watching on TV. It was just like he just dialed it up, like as you said, like of anything that got dialed up to eleven. The uh, the second episode of uh, the third season, Leanne and I were just like oh, Donald Glover, man, my god, like, and the first episode, you know, it's not really a spoiler, but like, it honestly felt like Jordan Peele directed the episode. Oh, really? It's, um, hero. Um, uh, Hero uh, Murray, um, he did like he's directed episodes of Barry. Oh, okay. Um, God, that's got to be coming do? back again soon too. No. Uh, yeah, very soon actually. So I'm, I'm really excited for that as well. God, we gotta tune into that one. I know. Week to week, that'll be the one we're talking about week to week. Man, because that's I love that show. There's a bit on Atlanta in season one that they do, and I'm I don't want to butcher this, so I'm not gonna try and like recount it. Um. But there's a bit about a guy at a club who has an invisible car. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> and the episode ends, is, I don't know if it's post-credits or it's the last scene of the episode, but in the background, he's hitting people with an invisible car. And I was like, what is this? This is so absurd. Yeah. What the season fuck is two, going on? Season two has, like, it doubles down, I think, on what season one had done. And season three, <laughs> what we've seen in the past two episodes... They are going for it. It's it's amazing. It's it is some of the most beautifully shot, well written, absurdist comedy that you know. It's it's insane. The mind the, the mind this man has. <laughs> the one guy he was a fan favorite. I think they ca- ended up casting him as L in that terrible Death Note movie. Um, he's one of Donald Glover's friends, and he he has, God, what's his character name? It's like a cool name. Like the like of the three guys, yeah, of the three guys. Oh, Darius. Darius, yeah, yeah. In S, in season one, I remember there's, a, he asks a guy, he's like, "Hey man, can I cut down your tree?" The guy's like, <laughs> yeah. "No, not right now." He's like, not right now. It's the same thing as no, man. He's just <laughs> he's just getting into the car all the de- all dejected, like the performances that he gets out of these people is just obscene. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Like the the performances, like everyone is ready. But but it's the comedy writing too. Like oh. that bit is so obviously funny when you think of it, right? Like I I feel like it's I don't want to say easy, but I think it's just it helps a lot when the material is so damn good. I guarantee you, when you eventually catch up and you watch, you watch uh, the second season of season three, or the second episode of season three. I'm going to receive a text message from you. No matter what time of day <laughs> it is, I'm going to hear from you because it is just fucking insane. <laughs> um, uh, people watch it, Lana. Like, if you can, watch it. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Um, I, I think I heard that he's only going to do four seasons total. Yeah, I think the fourth is already done. I think it's, like, I don't know if it's coming this year, like, in the fall. But, like, it sounds like they're going to be putting them out very close to each other. I think where they may be just also... One of the unlucky productions that got hit hard by COVID, like similar to, to well, Barry. He, uh, he took a break. Like he put Atlanta on pause. Oh, really? Yeah. You gotta you gotta appreciate that there are creators out there that are putting shit out, and it like depending on who they're working with, they can just be like, "Nah, I'm not really feeling super inspired right now." Yeah. Like I remember, back. dude. Yeah. You know, I don't know if many people have a ton of hype for it. But Master of None season two is so mm. absurdly fantastic. Um, I agree. And people out there were like, "Oh my god, when are season three? When's it coming?" And I remember Aziz was like, "Yeah, I'm just not really feeling like I don't have it. I don't really know where I want to go from here. I would love to take time, and if Netflix will allow us to do more when we're feeling inspired, then I would love to do that." 
And like, lo and behold, like they, he just took like a three year break off that shit. And here now mm-hmm. he's, and then he's like, yeah, okay, I think I'm ready. And then they just put out part three. Um, I never watched that. I've been. It's I, funny. I, I didn't either because I, I was. I was starving for an immediate, um, an immediate pickup off of the story. Yes. And it's clear that they didn't want to do that. They want to do something different, and that's fine. But I haven't gotten around to it yet. Hmm. Maybe I'll watch that. Yeah. Well, actually, what I need you to do is watch my next one, which is uh, Assassination Classroom. Okay. I so it's like this feels like a show. I'm on about episode nine. I think I just finished nine. And this feels like a show that I should love. I'm just not sure if I do. Okay. And I think I need like your take. I just need another for you. For you, I'll do some homework. Thank you. Yeah, I think you know, jump on that grenade for me. I think like I'm just. I know it's beloved. There's a lot of really, really, really good pieces to this show. Um, it's just not like super clicking, or I'm just I'm not. I think I'm in the mood to like just devour something. And, I'm, and it's just not devourable. It might be. I need to decide, like, do I just put all the force behind this punch and finish this thing that I've already started? Or do Is I, like... 24 episodes? Uh, 20. Yeah, somewhere. Mm-hmm. In, I'm, I'm guessing somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, or do I start something, like, completely new? Like, do, do I make this the neon time? Or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, do it, well, I just... Yeah. I've got a few things in the background that I'm I'm thinking about. So I'm not. I'm not sure, but we'll see. I'm nervous. But I, but want, I need I've, to take. I've been same thing. Maybe I should do that now before all the the spring shows kick in because that Spy Family show comes out soon. Yeah. There's that Love After World Domination that we've been wanting to check out too, and it's uh, AO. That's the thing. AOT is kind of ending at the perfect time. You know, My Trust of Darling ended as well, and we're done catching my 86. So we kind of have this little area for us to kind of consume something. So maybe maybe I'll uh, for homework's sake and my own curiosity maybe i'll jump on assassination classroom yeah and like speaking of spring anime for anyone listening if you have recommendations or if you have things you think that would be up our alley and you'd like us to cover week to week you know let us know like we i grant and vivian you guys were talking a little while ago about what's upcoming you guys are much more plugged in than i am you know i get recommendations from you pretty much and stuff i just sort of find organically but in terms of what's coming like you just named a bunch I don't really know a ton. I'm going to look around a little I bit think, more. I think Spy Family is the one that you should check out. That's, yeah. It's it's, uh, it's Wit and Ooh. Crunchyroll, I think, Ooh. are doing it together. That's pretty cool. So, you know, like, we're total Wit, wit stands, like yeah. 100%. Um, this Assassination uh, Classroom, dude, it looks like it's eerily similar to, like, AOT Season 1. I was like, is this not Wit? Oh. It's very weird. Um, huh. Like, it's eerily... I don't know. I'm curious if your take on it. Um, well, now, now I'm curious. I'll, I'll be back with the... Pieces of it. Not the whole yeah. thing. But, oh, but anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. So, But Spring Anime. Yeah, I'll check out the Spy Family trailer. I think Chainsaw Man must be a far far away, right, still? I'm assuming that's fall. That would be my guess. Yeah, that makes sense. But or yes. at the very least, like, winter. Winter 2022. Because yeah. we should discuss, like, at some point, what should we... You know, if we... I'm happy to just continue doing post-shows for a little bit. Mm. Um, but if we want to do, like, another fun review run of movies, like, special things sh- like that. I think we should do that. We should do another four weeks, take us into the summer, and mm-hmm. kind of see what the summer announcements are. and then That could be fun. Yeah. yeah. If we fall in love with anything. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not going anywhere. Um, anything else, sir? No. Well, did you want to go over the? Uh, I, I kind of made a short little list. Of some of the stuff that was announced this weekend at uh, Anime Japan. Um, um. Yeah. Before that, I will briefly mention. Did you watch The Boys? Yeah. Are you aware that they put out an animated series? Uh, I am aware. I've also heard it's dog shit. Oh, okay. So I yeah. found it completely <laughs> organically today. Okay. Um narrated by christian slater like so random but i watched the pilot they're 13 minutes or 15 minutes so i was like okay well i need something like bite size while i like make my lunch or whatever so i i flipped that on and go figure like the pilot is like 90s style cartoon animation and it's oh without dialogue like the it, the first one was had no lines whatsoever so it didn't really fit what i was looking for uh, but then the second episode narrated by christian slater i was like oh this is interesting um I don't know if anyone was asking for this. Mm. Seems super random. I don't know exactly how it's connected to the boys, if it's a prequel, because like some well, of the characters are in there. Season three comes out in June. Soon. 
Yeah. Or so, June or July, yeah. Yeah, so I started to see promo for it. And did you know they also greenlit, like, a, a related show? Yes, like, like, like college, high college or something. Yeah, yeah like, dorm, like co-ed dorms. Yeah, that's going to be raunchy. <laughs> I mean, the fucking, yeah. No, I know. So that's not, uh, that's not shocking. But, uh, yeah, okay. I wasn't sure if you were aware of that. I wasn't sure if I should keep watching, but it sounds like it hasn't got great reviews. No, I, I, I think I had heard about it when it was... Uh, only four or five were out at the time or maybe mm. only three were out at the time because i think they did week to week similar to uh or uh, anyways but pretty much there's like three episodes out of the whole thing that are actually like genuinely good and actually have something to do with the story to come uh. so i think people like the consensus is is just watch these three episodes you don't really need to watch the rest that seems weird to me so interesting I, yeah I, I would not be able to just watch singular episodes like i would have to watch the full thing yeah i'm not really down with that but then again i did that for bubba fett like i just watched the one mandalorian episode oh, that's all I, that's all you need to do yeah all right um hit me with what what are you hitting me with well it's just like there was a ton of stuff so there was anime japan it was like a conference over the weekend like netflix had a presence there uh various studios there was like a panel for Attack on Titan and oh. Spy Family and, you know, all, all the big shows coming out. But um, a few trailers dropped, a couple announcements, a couple teasers. Um, and I, I, I just completely... Was this on Sunday? Them. Was this the reason there was no AOT? No, no, completely okay. separate. It was, I think it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it was like a big event, all weekend event. So there's a new Gundam show coming out in October uh, called Gundam uh, The Witch from Mercury. Uh, it There's like a short... <clears throat> little trailer they re- released um it's the first female protagonist in a gundam story and it's the first gundam series in almost seven years since iron-blooded orphans which is dope yeah. <laughs> like i'm probably going to rewatch that Ooh. if i'm not sure if there's any correlation between the two but i really enjoyed that when it was on um then there was also they showed the or revealed the trailer uh for vampire in the garden uh, which which is also done by Wit. I sent it, this. That's to the you. trailer. Yeah, that looked interesting. Is, is yeah. that a Netflix one as well? Yes, that's also a Netflix one as well. Um, I think there was another. Uh, so then there was a new visual for Bubble, which is another Wit that Wit movie they're doing on Netflix as well. Both of those come out in May. Yes, I think uh, Vivian did that reel on the Bubble movie, like the trailer. So that's yes. that's still not out, eh? But it should be soon. Very soon. Yeah, in a couple months. Nice. Um, there was the new Doctor Stone special. Uh, like I think I sent that to you as well. It's oh, that was like a, a special. Yeah, it's a it's OVA a one off OVA uh, for in, I think it comes out in July and then season three is next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a I don't know if you I actually I, I would know if you watch this, but Goblin Slayer season two there was an official visual teaser for for that. Have you seen that? Uh, I have watched that. Yeah. And um, it's um. <laughs> not great <laughs> no it's, no just it's, you're i can feel you searching for words and those yeah, words aren't great <laughs> i like like i liked it it mm-hmm. was pretty not lowbrow but it was just it felt kind of um it's not fair because there was stuff i liked to it but it was just it was definitely a part of the genre that i'm not into like mm. I, i'm not super big into fantasy anime just because, like, you know, I read so many books and, you know, like, the and games. And I find that's kind of, like, the market that I'm not really super interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing about it is it, it, it feels, like, even the stories, it's kind of like actual Dungeons and Dragons. Like, there's, like, the fates and, like, they kind of, like, include, like, D20s into the world somehow. Like, the characters aren't rolling them. And, like, it almost feels like this whole story is, like, might be, like, a campaign that someone's playing. Hmm. Um it was pretty notorious. There's like the the pilot episode was like super internet famous because they, they showed a pretty like they didn't show like the full, but it, like there's basically a rape scene by oh, some Jesus. goblins on a character, and it was like that's all the internet could talk about. It felt like for like two and a half months uh, when it premiered. But you know, I I, I will watch the second season because I did I did enjoy it, but it was it was weird, man. Like I also watched it like a long time ago. Um, but uh, people have been waiting for this one for for a long time. It was big one. Yeah, it is a big one. I think it'll once it officially is coming out and people have a window, I think that's what people are going to be talking did, about. Did you ever watch the Fate series? The no, nope. Wit did those, right? Yeah, no, I, I still, I you know, you Vivian and I were talking about it the one day a while back. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's on the list for sure. Maybe that's like, something gotta... I can inhale. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what I'm looking yeah. for. I don't know. I'll think about it. But uh, like anything so, else? 
oh, from God, from dude. the Japan event that like you found noteworthy in particular? No, there's so much stuff. Like there's some of the one new One Piece video or movie there, and uh, just like tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff. Like I, I writing it all down. A lot of announcements for new shows. All of them with silly names, like, you know, reincarnated <laughs> as a sword was one of them that fucking made me laugh. You know. Did you lots watch... Of ha- lots of harem animes. Oh, yeah, yeah was, okay. Did, did you watch that reincarnated as a slime one? Yeah, man. Is that good? Uh, yeah. I actually like it. It's, I don't it's like good. the... Uh, I don't like that. No, it's, it's, it's one of those ones... It's so funny. Like, Joey and I... Because Joey, Joey watched it, like, in tandem with me, both the first and second season. Mm. And, uh... I this, it, it has so much heart and it's silly and you know it has like you know the slight fan you know fan servicey moments but it has such an interesting concept like it has like the ultra overpowered character which is mm. like you know the slime and <laughs> but like the power dynamics and how like how he gets to that point is really fascinating and then it became like he just wanted to build like a good civilization for monsters mm. and there's like a name there's like a naming system which I found super super fascinating. Uh, where like you know a creature with a higher essentially like power level if it gives a lower like a lower tiered creature a monster and like literally a name mm-hmm. it kind of like levels them up and they get more sentience like they're not just like a dumb monster anymore like they have like a thought process so you know if he comes across like a village of goblins and they're like raiding a town and like he cons them over and like gives them names and like they become like good goblins and like they're like the backbone of a society and it's a very just positive show it's it's kind of silly and goofy um but uh it's colorful it's fun some the action scenes are, are really really top tier excellent sound design in that as well banger ops it's it's a fun show it's fucking goofy though and uh but mm. i i find the second season didn't quite live up to the first but uh yeah it's hard to yeah it's it's hard to do you know it's just hard to follow shit up sometimes Mm-hmm. 100%. But it's good. It's a good show. Okay. I think I'll check like it if out. I'll watch the third season. I'll probably watch the fourth. And, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's just one of those shows. It's uh, it's popcorn. You know, it's it's easy to digest. And... That's, like, the best way to, like, maybe just get a gauge on it from people sometimes. It's like, mm-hmm. would you watch another season? Yes or no? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you would, then, yeah, maybe that's just the best. It's good barometer. Can. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else. Was there anything oh, else okay. you wanted to highlight from that? Uh, not from that, but did you see the news about Crunchyroll and their uh, the ad, the ad support? No. So forever, I well forever, I don't know, but um, you know, for the longest time, any new show that came out uh, onto Crunchyroll, there would be like I think a bit of a delay. Only premium members could watch it. Yeah. But then it got to a point. Like, I think a week later, anyone could just watch it with ads. You know. Yes. So like you would yes. be like behind by a week or whatever. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, so now it's not all shows, but but they released uh, a list of shows in the new season that you are only going to be able to watch these if you have a premium subscription. Like it won't be available to watch like a week out kind of thing. Um, okay, but there's so they're just certain... like cracking down. Well, it's because they want they want like everyone to like they want subs. The service and watch the show. Yeah. They want subs, but like it's all the heavies coming out this spring. They're all on the list, <laughs> like Spy Family, all this stuff, like. All these people that relied on just like, oh, I'll be patient, I'll wait a week, you know, I don't want to spend however much a month. Yeah. They're kind of, if you want to watch that new show, you got to front the, the 10 bucks or whatever it is. But, uh, <sighs> I mean, like, I get it. Like, I'm a paid subscriber, I, so I don't I'm care. A paid subscriber <laughs> too. Yeah. I, I also, I don't know, like, um, I'm sure there'll be people impacted by that, but I don't think mm-hmm. anyone could say that they're genuinely surprised. Could, like, could, you know what I mean? Is that fair? No, like, it's I not surprising to first... me that a streaming service wants more subscribers and that they're going to incentivize the subscription model to be better than the not subscription model when i first discovered crunchyroll i was like blown away that i was like oh i can just Could, watch the yeah. first eight episodes that are out of this show that i haven't seen but oh i gotta wait a week for nine i guess i can do it like i didn't mind yeah. and then it's like dude you, you know but if, if you yeah. discover attack on titan today you can yeah. watch all of it for free yeah no questions you just gotta watch a couple of, lots yeah. of ads though lots of ads lots of ads and they like the bit rate like they intentionally like throttle the actual bit rate of the show like they make it a little bit worse looking it did like really the player experience is not as good but that oh. might specifically also be because they're snapping back and forth constantly between the, oh, ads, the ads and the and then so like it, like 
just the way like maybe that like the, their player works and like the algorithm for like finding the best quality for your internet connection works it's just clumsy as fuck because they're still they're always going back and forth between ads and and the actual stream but it's like you, you just think like between funimation and them like they got to get better at this mm. like a lot of the, those applications like leave a lot to be desired yeah i'm not a huge fan of the uh, the Crunchyroll app i on like there's like a new beta thing like on you know on uh the computer like when you use the browser client that's not great i really don't dig that and the, the playstation app is is god awful in, yeah, in my opinion i use their android tv app it's like it's atrocious mm. but, i find the best mm. experience is using it like casting it from my phone to the tv yeah same yeah. i i agree i agree yeah. like it's just so, yeah i don't know we're not gonna just sit here and do a takedown of the app but yeah it's it's clumsy <laughs> as shit with a remote oh fuck getting old i love the little things that bother grown men yeah well it's also like what i do for a living right it's like i mean sure these fucking people but just that number of subscribers that they must have the like the amount of revenue that they must be generating like you gotta get somebody who's not in high school to make your applications it's absurd Mm -hmm. but what are you gonna do (laughs) um so yeah that sucks for free subscribers but you know i thought it was interesting they have us yeah they have us we we don't charge for this podcast we could, you know, we could go to Sirius XM, Howard Stern. We've had the invite. We're fighting their calls off every day. Yeah, but we want to keep it free for the people. So, you're welcome. Um, that's it, man. I, I've yeah. got nothing. I'm going to do slow week. Slow week, no attack on Titan. Oscars, you know, going to Oscar. Um, Sucked up the uh, all the air for it all did. the media, it felt like. I need to watch some good shit. I'm going to hit up. Now that 86 is behind me and it was such a pleasant adventure, I'm going to hit up some Atlanta, I think, some Assassination Classroom, see if I can like fall in love with that. I've got to watch Drive My Car. Johnny. Going to see if I can watch that Fresh movie as well. Um, and then I really want to hear about, I'm going to check out some of these spring anime things. And if uh, mm-hmm. anybody listening has suggestions on what we should cover next or things that we should check out just for the purposes of the post show, yeah, let us know. Fun. Uh, we've been putting stuff up on social asking for ideas. So hit us up on one of those posts. Um, I think that's it. And so I will say reminder next week, we'll be back with attack on Titan coverage. We will react to the finale. We will react to any news if applicable. And, uh, shortly after that, there'll be another post show that we will probably continue to put out either on Fridays or Wednesdays or whatever we want. Cause it's our podcast. Okay. Stop God asking. Damn right. Okay guys. <laughs> Have a, uh, Great rest of your week, and we'll chat to you next week. Bye, guys. Cheers.